This podcast is brought to you by Contessa Digital. You're listening to Things They Don't Tell Her. Everything you don't get taught about periods, pregnancy, and postpartum. I'm going to take you on a journey back to sex ed and teach you what really matters. Ladies, it's time you felt empowered in your bodies. I'm your host, Caitlin Pender, founder of Her Women's Health, and I'm sharing tips to optimize your fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum journey. All right, let's dive straight in. So today we're going to be talking all about my top tips as a pelvic floor physio for restoring your core after birth. And I want to get started with this beautiful quote, postnatal recovery is not about bouncing back to your pre-pregnancy self. It is about embracing and nurturing the new version of you and your body and giving yourself the time and care you need to heal and thrive. This quote says so much about our current bounce back culture. We need to honour and recognise just how much our body has done in pregnancy to grow a human. It's grown and changed and developed over nine months. And then it's gone through birth, whatever that process looks like for you. But on the other side of that, it's going to take up to nine months for your body to slowly return to some degree of your new normal. So let's find time to honor that and to do the necessary work to support your body physically, to support yourself emotionally, and to support your pelvic floor to eliminate any risks of pelvic floor dysfunction, prolapse, ab separation, Let's eliminate any risk of pain later down the track with lifting, with carrying, with nursing by spending time properly restoring your core and pelvic floor after birth. So let's get started with understanding our current birth culture. So many women are discharged from the hospital with zero advice on what to do except to rest for six weeks and then maybe they'll have a GP appointment and they'll be told to get back to exercise like they were previously doing from about six weeks. Now if we compare this to the standard protocols for um, recovery after an injury for an athlete, they've been given weekly designated physiotherapy appointments. They have a step-by-step guide on the exercises that they're meant to do to focus on the injury they had and ways to optimize their recovery in order to safely and efficiently return to sport. And this is the model of care that new mums deserve. So I want to walk you through the foundation to my Restore Your Core program and highlight what is important in postpartum recovery. So we'll start with the pelvic floor. The pelvic floor during a natural birth, it stretches up to three times its resting length and sometimes even more if you've had an instrumental birth. So there's no other muscle in the body that can stretch this significantly. So 
we need to, on the other side of birth, spend the time rebuilding tone, shortening those muscle fibers, gaining more support for our pelvic organs and eliminating any symptoms like urinary incontinence or leakage. The next thing to understand is that a C-section does not eliminate your risk of pelvic floor issues. Just the weight of the baby down on the pelvic floor in pregnancy is said to be almost the equivalent of a hundred kilo man standing on a trampoline. And I'm sure a lot of my third trimester mamas can vouch for that feeling that the baby sits so low and there is so much additional weight and load on those pelvic floor muscles. So we do still need to find time to re-strengthen the pelvic floor after a cesarean. But we also need to be mindful that sometimes after a cesarean birth, the pelvic floor can actually become overactive. And this is because if you imagine a piece of fabric, imagine creating an incision through that fabric and then wanting to stitch the fabric back together. You'd pull the top layer down and you'd pull the bottom layer up. And this is what sometimes creates that indentation or what some mamas refer to as the C-section shelf. And what we can see visibly is that tension of the top abdominal layer is pulled in. And often we do exercise like scar tissue massage to help re release some of that tightness in the fascia above. But what we can't see as obviously is that that pelvic floor fascia gets pulled up in order to create that um, stitching. So if you imagine that you're wearing a pair of undies and imagine pulling that pair of undies up really tight, that's sometimes what has happened to the pelvic floor in a cesarean birth. So it is therefore important that we spend the time learning how to properly release and relax the pelvic floor after cesarean to still strengthen it and engage, but also to spend time focusing on breathing and breath mechanics, making sure we're breathing properly down into the diaphragm and being able to fully consciously release and relax the pelvic floor muscles. Now, this is another really beautiful quote that I want to share with you. The pelvic floor is a delicate balance between too much tension and too little support. Dysfunction can occur when the muscles are either too tight or too weak, which brings me to my next point, that the pelvic floor can be both overactive and underactive, and they can sit anywhere on a spectrum from overactive to underactive. So it's important in your postpartum journey that you work with a qualified professional to learn how to identify where you are on that spectrum and to practice properly relaxing and properly engaging. Symptoms that you might have an overactive pelvic floor could be things like pain when you return to intercourse, a slow or delayed urinary flow, uh, constipation or issues with emptying your bowels, and a sign that your pelvic floor might be underactive or not providing enough support could be things like heaviness vaginally or a dragging, bulging feeling, things like prolapse or even urinary incontinence. So let's spend the time in the postpartum period learning how to properly restore the, the pelvic floor, working with a qualified professional to gain that support and knowledge and not just focusing on strengthening and Kegels. The next thing I want to talk about is the abdominal wall. So the abdominal wall has done nothing but stretch for nine months. When I designed my Restore Your Core program, 
what I really took into consideration is the muscles that have been most affected by pregnancy and childbirth. Most new mums are carrying around their three and a half to four kilo growing baby all day long, nursing, feeding, soothing. So their arms are naturally getting very strong. So in my programs, I don't do a lot of work on arm strength. We do a lot of release work for the upper back, the neck and shoulders through our yoga practice. And then we focus on strengthening the muscles that have been most affected. And that is particularly the abdominal wall. Those muscles have stretched significantly. And in the postpartum period, it's important that we spend time reshortening those muscle fibers, rebuilding strength through the fascia. And we can do that with shortening exercises. We want to work all of the muscles of the abdominal wall. So that's the rectus abdominis, the superficial layer, the internal and external obliques, and the deep transversus abdominis. Also, if you have had a cesarean birth, it's important to understand that multiple layers of fascia and muscle were either stretched or cut through. And much like an athlete after surgery would not be discharged without specific exercises to rehabilitate the area. Postpartum, C-section mamas should ensure that they're getting the right support to rebuild strength around their surgical incision and to rebuild the abdominal wall strength before returning to exercise, but also just to keep up with the growing demands of your baby. The other thing I want to talk about is ab separation, which is very common after pregnancy and birth. And there are lots of exercises that we can do to help heal and reduce abdominal separation. So some of the exercises include head lifts, so shortening exercises, which are somewhat controversial amongst the postnatal fitness industry. But there is a lot of research coming out now that suggests that one of the most effective exercises to reduce the interrectus distance, which is the gap between the abdominal muscles, is in fact shortening exercises. So head lifts over a ball. Of course, we want to be mindful of any abdominal distortion or doming or peeping. Uh, and we want to be aware that we're pre-engaging the pelvic floor so that because when we do a head lift, if you imagine like a roll of toothpaste, if we squeeze the top of that roll and there's weakness in the bottom, it might be putting more load down on the pelvic floor. So that is why we start with the pelvic floor and then we work towards adding in abdominal recruitment in all of the layers of the muscles of the abdominal wall and in lots of different planes that are more functional. So we start with basic supine exercises and we work towards more functional exercise, standing, squatting moving, lifting. So the next thing that we want to focus on to restore your core is exercise progression. So we want to start with gentle bodyweight exercise. And for those of you who have done my three-day challenge, you'll find that all of these exercises are with body weight. So they're very gentle exercise in different planes. So we do some stuff on all fours, some stuff on our back, some stuff on our side, because that means that we're challenging the muscles in different directions. And then we want to gradually progress. And in my Restore Your Core program, we progress by adding resistance bands and light hand weights. And this is included in the program cost. 
you get a Pilates equipment pack with all of the equipment that you need, which allows us to gradually and slowly progress the exercises. And then we monitor your response. And in my programs, you'll have a direct message function, which comes straight to your pelvic floor physio. And that allows me to monitor carefully the exercises that you're doing and how you're responding to them. So all of my mums, they monitor for the four Ps, pain, particularly pain more than a three out of 10, particularly around the cesarean scar or around the perineum or in the pelvic floor, sharp pain, particularly more than a three out of 10 is a sign that maybe we're overdoing it and we need to regress the exercises. And after you do each of the classes in my app, you'll be able to leave a pain score so that I can take note of anyone that is experiencing more pain and change the exercises accordingly. The next thing to monitor for is prolapse symptoms. So heaviness vaginally, a bulging, a feeling that the pelvic organs are sitting really low or a sensation of a tampon sitting low. These are all signs that perhaps we need to regress the exercises, come back to more foundational work with the pelvic floor and maybe switch some of the exercises to be more gravity neutral. So less standing up, maybe more bridging work where we're elevating the hips higher than the, the pelvis, elevating the pelvis higher than the body so that we're actually improving prolapse symptoms before we get to anything that might be higher impact or um, higher intra-abdominal pressure load. Peeing is the next pee that we want to monitor for, so making sure that you're not experiencing any urinary incontinence or leaking when you are doing the exercises. That is, again, a sign that we need to come back to the pelvic floor, build the foundation before progressing. And peeping or abdominal separation doming, particularly excessive doming, um, Small amounts of doming, we still find that that builds tone through the fascia, but we want to avoid significant doming. And there is ways that we can minimize it by improving breath control, which is where our Pilates practice is so valuable, and improving that ability to pre-contract the deep system, pelvic floor and transversus. So monitoring for the four Ps, pain, pressure or prolapse symptoms, peeping or doming, and peeing or urinary incontinence. And then the next most important thing is consistency. So if we wanna restore the core, consistency is really key. And as a postpartum mother, I know how hard it is to find time to prioritize your own health. So in order to set yourself up for success, it's important that you find the right support. In my program, all of the classes are just a daily 10-minute exercise program. And you can find 10 minutes if you prioritize it. If Bub's sleeping, you could be doing the dishes, you could be hanging out the washing. But if you understand why your postpartum recovery is so important long-term to prevent any pelvic floor dysfunction, to prevent prolapse leaking, um, pain, back pain, hemorrhoids, constipation. Um, if we understand the significance of doing the work now, and this is something I explain to a lot of my clients, the postpartum body, it's like a mold of clay. It's really soft early postpartum. We have much greater ability to mold it before it sets, which it starts to harden and firm the further away from um, birth we get as your hormones become more consistent, as your menstrual cycle returns, and eventually when you stop breastfeeding. So 
If we do the work earlier on, we are likely to have better results. So finding 10 minutes of your day to do the 10 minute app program and understanding why it's important so that you do prioritize it over other household chores and then getting the support you deserve. So making sure that your program is recommended by an expert that you're getting support because you shouldn't have to do it alone and having someone to help hold you accountable will make it much more likely that you'll be able to be consistent with that program. So those are my five top tips for restoring your core after birth. So understanding the value and importance of strengthening the pelvic floor, strengthening the abdominal wall, starting gentle with exercise progressions, and then making sure that we slowly start to increase the load. And as we do increase the, uh, the difficulty of the exercise, making sure that we monitor for the four Ps, pain, prolapse symptoms, peeing or peeping, and then becoming consistent. So finding the right support, getting into an app-based program is really helpful for being able to do it at home. I find a lot of my clients really struggle to get to exercise classes with a newborn. So having an option to do the exercise from the comfort of your home in baby's nap time, or there is classes that you can also do with bub, even some classes that you can do with bub in the carrier and pelvic floor exercises you can do while breastfeeding and a little change table routine that you can do to strengthen your glutes consistently when you're nappy changing. So if you do have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out in our private Facebook group to send me a DM on Instagram or an email. If you haven't already, check out our free three-day Mums and Bubs core challenge so that you can go through and start implementing some short 10-minute classes into your routine to help optimize your recovery and strengthen your core and pelvic floor. I'll link that in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and share this with other pregnant women or other women that you think deserve to understand this information. It is my mission to share this knowledge with women because this is something that I believe that we should all be taught.